What's up, y'all? I'm your host, Trey Malden, and this is the Hooper's Hustle. All right, y'all, we got a special guest in the house. Uh, We have another one of my brothers, uh, one of the best men in my wedding, uh, (laughs) Sir Bounce-A-Lot, Air Ruffington, uh, at Be Ruff. Uh, A lot of you guys already know him, uh, but I'm going to let him introduce himself. Go ahead, what? What's up, you guys? Brandon Ruffin. Uh, like he said, everybody calls me B Rough. You can follow me on Instagram, B underscore Rough, or follow me at a, at High Rise Fam. But yeah, just a dunker, <laughs> just a dunker and some more stuff. So I mean, when when we were playing in high school, everyone always would say, "Oh yeah, the one with the bounce, the one with the bounce." Like I don't <laughs> yeah. even know if people knew your name. You were just the one with the bounce for as long as I've known you. When we went to camps. We went anywhere, right? And then you started transforming your game, um, and you got your your college shot at a- AVC. So I want to start at AVC because high school was legendary. If you didn't know about us, that's your fault. That's your fault, yeah. <laughs> it's on you. So uh, starting at AVC, tell us what like AVC and the, the JUCO experience was like because if you didn't know listeners – Brennan might have the world record for going either to the most JCs or the most time spent at JC. It's unofficial, but I know that it could be a record. All right. Oh yeah, man. So Juco career, it was a, it was unexpected because I didn't necessarily do basketball. Um, I wanted to do track, but honestly, I just had to come home. I had to, I had to get back from Corona and I just had to, and this is Corona high school. Corona Santiago, because um, nowadays Corona means something else. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I came back from Corona and I actually wanted to um, I wanted to do track, but I just did basketball. I stuck with it, and I bounced around for a little bit. I like you said, I did have like one of the longest streaks um, in JUCO. I you know by the time my friends graduated college, I was leaving Ju- JUCO to go to my university, um, and I bounced <laughs> I bounced around from. You know, I bounced around from AVC to Irvine Valley, and uh, Irvine Valley was really a spot where I had to recenter and refocus because out there I was ju- it was just away from home. And even though I was my second year in college, I was acting like a freshman away from home, so I had to refocus and I had to come back home. And that's when I really started grinding it out and started mm-hmm. understanding what I wanted to do as far as not just play basketball and do basketball because at that at that point, professional and all that in my eye, that ship had sailed. But like, what do I want to do outside of basketball as far as life wise? Yeah, definitely. And we'll we'll come back to this because I remember like through this process and you going through it, you started learning a lot, not only uh, like on the court with your sport, but a lot of modalities and how the modalities were different. So we'll talk about that a little later. Um, then after Juco, you got your shot at William Jessup as a two sport athlete, right? Yes, yes, yes. I loved it. Um, William Jessup was the perfect spot for me. I uh, went to North Dakota, but it wasn't it. So I came back to California, and they offered me a, a chance to do a chance to run track. And um, in my second year, they offered me a chance to do basketball. And I, I went through a lot of struggles because I tore my hamstring and stuff of that nature my first year at Jessup. So it was, you know, with a mental battle. I didn't really want to do stuff. I didn't want to do track. I just was like, you know, forget it. But um, 
man, having a having a coach like Veronica and having having a coach like Coach Lance and then seeing you guys be so successful. Cause I, you know, I, I watched my guys, my guys <laughs> over there at East Bay, <laughs> seeing uh, how, how you guys, you know, how you guys were able to, cause you know, you've always been an inspiration on the model. I mean, you got how you guys were always, you know, paving the way. I'm like, okay, this is how they're doing it. I'm like, dang, trades. Okay. He's doing this. All right. I'm looking at my friend in Lancaster and they're not making the right moves. And I'm like, okay, let me, let me not look at them so much. Let me actually focus on the, you know, the good guys in my life. And that's when I started to really grow as far as learning about your circle. Mm-hmm. you know learning about that circle and how the circle your circle of friends can really impact you and how you cannot know it so yeah. that's when i started to remold my circle as far as like thank god i had basketball but now i was able to learn okay you got to get the right pieces you got to have the we want to be on the right chessboard with the right pieces you don't want to be there with you know a bunch of pawns you want to be there with other kings you want to be there with other you know other people that are making the right moves so and when obviously we're talking about the circle but you said you refocused. Um, when you refocused, is there a goal in particular that you were aiming towards when you're at William Dustin? Honestly, I was aiming to, I wanted to jump immediately into what I wanted to do. Like I learned, I learned being in, I'm sorry. I learned being in the school system so long that, you know, if you know what you want to do, you don't necessarily need that degree to go ahead and start your business, to go ahead and start, you know, start your career and go on there. Like a, a degree does help. I will not lie. You will see that, with the bachelor and with the master, there's a certain paid, there's like a extra 40,000, extra 50,000. It's a certain bonus, but I'm like, I learned that, hey, having that degree is solid, but let me just go ahead and get my feet to the pavement and let me just start working on what I want to do. And at Jessup is when I like, that's when I started really taking coaching seriously. I started coaching and training. Um, mm-hmm. I had my first kid and I had, uh, as far as my first kid training, not my first, like my first client. <laughs> <laughs> my first client, I should say. Um, I had my first client, uh, my first like really cool client. I was consistent and I just, uh, I was working at a, a elementary school as well out there. And I was just learning as far as like, okay, where do I want to coach? Cause I'm coaching at a high school out there. Uh, my, my first client is, is in seventh grade yet. I'm at, I'm also working at elementary school. So it was like, okay, I'm, I'm finding my way. I was just finding my groove. And I'm like, that's how I wanted to, as far as help kids understand. I'm like, that's how I want to help them understand the game of basketball and that I can also help, you know, teach them my life lessons because at the end of the day, I spent like nine years in college. So I can, uh, yeah. I, can I can tell them my experiences and also help them navigate, I feel like, you know, through any channel in um, in their education or their basketball career after high school. So, Yeah. And, I mean, we're joking about you going nine years in, in college and stuff, but what comes with that and you being a college athlete through that entire time, we'll come back mm-hmm. to it now is, those you've been coached by so many different coaches and you've trained in so many different modalities within the two sports that now all that knowledge, all that experience, all those plans that I know you still have are in, in your database essentially. And you're able to not only recall them, but now that you also have the education on top of it, now you have education and a ton of experience. And I, I, I couldn't imagine what you can bring to the table now that you have that, you know, going through that experience. No, definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, like we could joke around about it, but man, I guess my hoarding of, I don't know why I hoard, always hoard my education stuff because like, why, <laughs> why would I use this? But now I have lessening, lessening workout plans from my first year at AVC. Um, not only that, I have lessened and CrossFit workout plans of like four years worth of plans from my college 
I also have every single scouting report from my uh, my my last year at Jessup. So I have scouting reports on how to do that. I know how to scout. Um, I, I've been with coaches that scout differently, you know, coaches that actually scout one or two players or coaches that scout the bench guy and let you know, we got to, you know, we really got to neutralize the bench. There's so many different coaching styles from uh, ABC was up and down. We did an up and down style. We were more like, you know, if you, you got to ABC, if you were athletic and jumping, mm-hmm. you can like throw the lob or if you can shoot because we were just running gun, throw lobs. But at Irvine, it was a slow it down. We're, we're going to score the last five seconds of the shot clock. And you guys are going to be so tired on defense because our plays are so intricate. Yeah. And it was something that I honestly wanted to do that because a coach said I couldn't. You know, he just, oh, you're, that, that style is not for you. I'm like, hmm, I feel like you think intellectual basketball is not for me. I'm like, brother, man, I'm like Steve Nash. If I got the point guard position, I'm nice. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so learning that and then doing track as well in my later years, it's like learning so, like you said, learning so many modalities, so many ways to train. I have all the game plans. I I soaked in all the knowledge. It's I learned how to assess kids. Just it's it's easy assessing kids when they need to you know something vertical or laterally. It's easy to assess their their weaknesses or their strengths, and it's easy to go ahead and make a, a game plan off that. Yeah. That being said, I cannot make a game plan for myself, and it sucks. I <laughs> I'm a, I have to get coached. I let you guys know I have to get coached, but um I can coach someone else to the T, to the T. Yeah. I no. I mean. Uh, you know, I got the dad bod at one point because I I, I struggle with coaching myself as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I just I like hearing other people yell at me or other people just being there with me, talking to me and going through it. So I, I 100% understand that. Um, sorry, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, so going yeah. – William Jessup happens. It it it's a positive, great experience. Finally, your time to enter the real world is here. Oh, it's man. here. What was going through your mind? And you know, obviously, you knew you wanted to coach. Uh, so let's talk about that. Man, ah, oh, dude, I, I I guess you know, just like everybody that finishes college, you don't know what to do, and unfortunately. <laughs> I'm unlike guys that are doing it at 22, 23, I'm doing it at 25, 26. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, what what do I want to do now? I know I want to coach, but like, you know, it's like you're being the engine, the the guy that's working and working the, the the engine of the train or the, mm-hmm. driving the train. It's like, which track do you want to go at? Do I want to coach here? Do I want to coach this location? Do I want to do middle school coach? Do I want to do high school coach? Do I want to train? So I guess having this, so many options started being a hassle to where you have to, you know, you have to, chop down like you can't do so many things and i wanted to do so many things because in college you could you have that that freedom to do i can do coaching i go i can go to class i can work at elementary school and it's like you can't do that in the real world you need to make money you got to pay rent but you want i also wanted to do what i loved so i just said coaching and training i'm just going to help kids doing coaching and training and that that was just my love man i like my first year coaching middle school girls and coaching varsity boys high school uh, it was just like, yeah, this is it. This, oh, I, I loved it. Girls are more difficult, but at the end of the day, girls listen way better than boys. Boys <laughs> want to do their own thing. They're so guys. I'm like, guys, just hustle, please. But, uh, but um, if I had to choose, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to coach high school again, and I actually have a coaching job for uh, the ABA coming up. 
the uh, high desert pumas. So the pumas. Yep, the pumas. It's gonna be something big. But um, that's my that's my goal, man. Coaching and training, as well as this professional dunking. That's that's oh. where this stuff is taking. So I mean. How did that come about? We 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 know B Rough is the one with the bounce, but how the heck did professional dunking come into all this? Man, dude, I guess all those years in college when I kept winning dunk contests, I'm I'm I'm, I'm thinking I'm still athletic. I'm, but <laughs> like someone like a lot of a guy a lot of guys people saying like why are you jumping higher as you're getting older? I'm like you know what I started taking care of my body. I started doing the right exercise for my knee. Mm-hmm. Um, I started using the stuff that I learned. I started, that's when I started using it myself and reaching out to other coaches at different programs and asking coaches to train me. Like I've been trained by one of the best coaches I feel, um, and John Evans at THP, um, translated to human performance. And he's the, he was the Duke track coach. Um, he has a great record of helping people get the vertical up. But at the same time, I was also talking to guys in Florida that was specialized in, helping rehab your knee and making sure that you have healthy knees, which is um, knees over toes. So having those guys as role models, I was able to just like get my bounce up. And, you know, I've always been able to do between the legs and I've always been able to do 360s. And it just was like, hey, try to do them at the same time. Um, and that may sound <laughs> simple because in my mind, in my mind, I was like, yeah, yeah, you guys put it like that. And I want you guys to know a big part of me being a pro dunker is the man on the other other side of the mic. Because I remember when you was like, if you're going to do it, you got to have more dunks. And I was like, you're right, man. <laughs> like, I can't just be windmilling everything. I can't just be doing between the legs. I got to have more dunks. So that that was a little flame. I'm like, okay, let's get it going. More dunks. And I was started doing 360 between the legs. I started jumping over people, doing double up e-space. Um, but when I got home, I got home and someone just asked me to come to the fit expo and that was my very first show mm-hmm. and they just brought out a Ferrari and everybody was like, Oh, someone's going to jump over Ferrari. And I'm there with Chris Staples remix um, and Michael Purdy. And I don't know why everybody pointed at me. I'm like, Dude, this, is, <laughs> this is my first, like, this is my, I know I'm like the new kid, but I'm also like old at the same time. Yeah. I got bounced. This is my first time, but I'm like, dude, what am I here for? Like, what did you come home to do? Like, you want to dunk? You want to use it as an avenue to reach, to reach out and build your brand and start coaching? Like, let's let's rock. Let's let's get this pro dunking going. So, I just jumped over to Ferrari, I dunked it, and then I didn't like that one, so I did it again, and that was that was it. Started. That's history, huh? It boom. That was it. <laughs> no, that I remember. Because I remember us talking about like the dunk contests and stuff like that. We were kind of like preparing for it. We were super excited about your first event. I remember you saying like the little jitters that you were getting, how excited you were. And then all of a sudden I'm waiting, you know, to hear back how the event was. All of a sudden I see this picture on Instagram where you jump it over a Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Hey. And the first thing you say was, Trey, I wasn't supposed to do that. Yeah, man. But you know, I couldn't land on it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you wasn't paying that insurance bill or whatever oh, no. you would have had to pay. No. <laughs> so, no. That was, I remember that just, that was an awesome experience. And just from there, I mean, it's been, it's been uphill ever since in terms of your dunking career. 
And people look and think that it's easy, but they don't see the grind that you're putting in every single day with your workouts and everything else. And I'm not the guy to put it on social media, but yeah, man, it's, it's the, it's not even the weight. Like it's become the part that like now doing plyometrics and weightlifting and core training, that's, that's so the easy part. It's, it's having to go to the court and having to dunk for three hours and try to think about new dunks and literally try this one dunk for 40 attempts from 10 from 10 a.m. and then you look at the clock and it's 12 and you're thinking like I gotta I gotta at least make it twice you know you made it once and it's that type of stuff it's it's doing all that so that when the crowd is there and everybody because you got you already know what you already know what it is Trey if you're in the gym by yourself and it's nobody there you're and you're going crazy you're just like well now wait till the crowd give me energy like wait till I turn to my super fan mode and it's it's that grind right there that I'm starting to really embrace because I hated that at first. I'm like, dude, I'm not just going to sit here like, and just dunk for three hours. Like, Yeah, but, but those are the odds that you've been stacked up against already, you know? Yeah. Like, throughout yeah. your entire career, we're making fun of this, the JUCO process, but literally you persisted and got to the next level. Then you went to two more colleges that were four years, persisted through that, got to the next level, tried to figure out the coaching thing, uh, did that. Now you got to the next level. Then you got introduced to dunking. Now you're grinding through that. And now what? Guess what? Now that you've got through that, you talked about a brand. Now you've created high rise. Yeah. You know, yeah. like your no, persistence just consistently, consistently gets you to the next level. So, I mean, let, since we just got on the topic of high rise, let's, let's talk about that. How, how did that come about? Man. So if you guys, a lot of my, a lot of your, I hope your listeners are like our age, but if not, around like 07, 2000, and 07 would be 2007, you old youngsters, but 2007, <laughs> 2008, they had this shoe called the Hyperdunk, right? You remember the Hyperdunk? Yeah. Love the Hyperdunk. And they made that little, oh, we be hyperizing while y'all be, like, they made like a little, like a little, like, music video. Uh huh. And I'm like, man, like, that'd be dope to do like high rise, like, because hyper rise was, hyper rise was cool. But I was like, man, high ride would be dope. And then we had like a little boom. And then 2013, I started really dunking on people in JUCO. Like, I was really catching bodies. And I would just always tag high rise, like high rise, high rise. And as, as I guess the dunking world evolved and stuff kept going, you know, it got to the point where it's like, now I have a platform to have a brand. And it's like, well, what do I, I want my brand to be? And I'm like, high rise. And I want to incorporate a rocket. And everybody's like, oh, why the rocket? Why the rocket? And I'm like, the Rocket, because, you know, in Lancaster, California, we have, we're surrounded by the Edwards Air Force Base. We mm-hmm. have Triumph, Bot, Lockheed Martin. We have all the airplanes and all that. We have SpaceX uh, and Hawthorne. We're surrounded by all this air, aircraft stuff. And I'm like, yeah. And then, we, you know, Paul George is also from Palmdale. So I'm like, okay, he got the little NASA thing. So I'm like, I really want to incorporate this Rocket. And what? What other to incorporate my bounce? I feel like, <laughs> not like, but like what? Like you know, if you're thinking about something like what goes the highest, it's like if you think about the rocket goes the highest, that goes yeah. to the stratosphere. Now I love the loop back into the hometown because if if you don't, I, I mentioned on the podcast about the six six one the dirt before, but people yes, don't sir. truly understand how you know when when you're when you're raised in that area, at least for us, like. One, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't really want to go back, but it just, it's made me who I am. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, no disrespect. I love Lancaster. 
uh, I, I am, you know, planning on moving to the to the IE. But um, but this is, you know, it shaped me and the dirt, the grind, the having to be better than the guys over the hill in LA. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it the, like like you say, persistence and perseverance. Like that's what Lancaster is all about. That's what the, that's what being from the dirt is about. Because you have yeah. to grind it out. You got to go through it. You got to get up out of here. You love it. You love you love what shapes you, but you got to get out of here. Because I know all my brothers from from the six six one. We all have that same grit. We all have that same grind about us. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm looking at all of our brothers now building businesses uh, from the ground up. You know, being successful yes. that way. And of course, all just staying together because that's the one thing that we can hang on to is you know those memories, that mindset. It just we're we're like that. We're very similar in that way. So it's very easy to talk to people that are like minded like you. You know. Yeah. So, um, but no, Brent, I I really appreciate you um, being on. Uh, I know one thing that I want to do when you know this whole Corona thing kicks off is have this. Uh, celebrity basketball game, the the Bay versus LA or the Bay versus Venice, whoever you want to bring, um, that is that's gonna happen. I can guarantee that. So you, you just be you, ready to catch this that. L. Do you, do you want dunkers? Do you want actual ball players? Because you know we got. Yo, you bring your squad. I don't care who okay. you bring. I don't care who you. Bring. I got right. my squad. Already. I'm gonna let you know. I have. I'm telling you, I got the best. I got the best play. We got the best players in Southern California out here, man. Even though half our guys are from the different parts of the world. <laughs> I'm gonna bring the best. I'm gonna bring. Hey. He- I'm gonna bring heavy God. You know, after North Kakalaki, he he over he be going overseas Tokyo. Don't make yeah. me bring my guys, I'm, Chris Staples. That's cool. I, I might meet uh, Chris at the rim one time. I don't know. I'm you feeling want, You don't want to meet Chris at the rim. I'm I'm sitting in any hezzy. Look, look, just to I'm make it fair. Any I'll, dunk. I'll I'll bring I'll bring a girl just to make it fair. I'll bring I'll bring Jenna Bandy. She got a clip. Okay, you bring, don't act like I don't. Yeah. I don't got a girl on my team coming with heat right now. No, you don't. That's well, gonna be a difference maker. You I'm gonna name her right now, and I don't know if she's gonna be overseas at the time, but we're gonna set the date so Fatima can light whoever you have up. Uh oh, uh oh. I'll, I'll name drop her. I'll name drop her. I don't know if she's gonna be overseas, he's but we're gonna name make dropper. sure that she's there. Fatima is gonna light whoever you have up. All right. So we'll make sure that happens for sure, though. Uh, 2021 might be the date, but we going to get a W. Yeah. Right. I, but I appreciate yeah. uh, you that. being on here, brother, and taking your time. Um, everybody go check out his Instagram page, at B underscore rough, if you want to see the most exquisite dunks, all the stuff that he's talking about, all his training stuff. Um, also check out High Rise, uh, see, the brand, see. the Rocket. Uh, he's the real deal, y'all. He's the real deal. So, Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you can dominate this week an inch closer to your goals. Keep grinding. Keep evolving.